0: Hello to all my pickled herring fans. It's Beautiful Anonymous. One hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred.
1: I'd rather go
2: one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to
1: know you. And you'll get to know me.
0: Hi, everybody. It's Chris Gethardt, welcoming you to another episode of Beautiful Anonymous can hear that it doesn't sound like I'm in the studio. I'm not still on vacation. I'm in Key West, Florida, which is a weird place. I never thought I'd go, but I'm glad I'm here. It's odd. It doesn't feel like America. That's going to tie in to what I talk about in just a few seconds. Want to let you know right now I'm in a hotel room. The wall of the hotel room actually adjoins the uh, area where the housekeeping staff has their base of operations. So you may hear that in the background, as I have been for the past four days of staying in this hotel. It's totally fine. I gotta thank everybody who's been listening to Beautiful Anonymous. It's, uh, we got some year-end news. We got some reports from 2018 that were really exciting. Apparently our episodes were downloaded almost seven million times. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for downloading all those episodes. That is bonkers. That is really nuts to me that almost seven million times people downloaded episodes of me talking to strangers on the phone. But I guess empathy goes a long way. Also, Here's a little point of pride. Beautiful Anonymous, the community on Facebook. Apparently that's the largest online group following any of the Earwolf podcasts, which is crazy. That's crazy. Thanks to everybody who's in there. And um, if you're not in the Beautiful Anonymous Facebook community, join up. Everybody talks about the episodes. More often than not, everybody's just really chilling nice to each other. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. The 30 Days of Kindness project continues. I saw one where... uh, Everyone was encouraged to go out and and wipe the snow off of a neighbor's car windshield. And I laughed and laughed and laughed because I'm in Florida and not up in the Northeast right now. So I enjoyed that one. Also, I have to give a shout out to Cheska. Cheska has made some beautiful anonymous bingo boards, which are so funny. There's 10 different versions of these bingo boards. Cheska's encouraging you to download a PDF of one of the bingo boards. And when you listen, for example, if I throw my glasses, or I mention New Jersey, or I explain how I'm about to say something where I think everyone listening will get mad to me, you mark off one of the bingo boards, check it out. What else? Go to chrisgeth.com, Brooklyn. I got a bunch of shows coming up at Union Hall. Not gonna belabor that point. Let's talk about this episode you're about to hear. I mentioned before, world traveling. We put out one of the international numbers and it went in a really weird direction. We actually talked to, we span the globe. Three different countries get involved. I'm in America, plus two others. And I talked to someone who uh, who has lived in more places than one, and who's able to say what it's like to to go overseas, to live in a different place than the place where you started out, to look back at where you come from, to compare the two, to see how the world talks about both. It was a really interesting conversation with a couple interesting people. I thank them for having it. I thank you for listening. Thanks to everybody for getting those downloads up, getting, joining the Facebook group, super cool stuff. Enjoy the episode. Thank
2: you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the
0: host. Hello? Hello? Hi.
1: Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you?
0: I'm pretty good. How are you?
1: I am good. I'm really excited because um i'm actually I'm actually calling from Berlin, okay. but I saw your tweet and um my family is in Finland and uh I would love to talk to you, but I think it would be quite a a boring <laughs> call <laughs> um, but I, <laughs> but uh so I thought. Because my cousin's husband um, is living with her in um, in Helsinki right now, and I think you two would have an amazing conversation. I I can't guarantee that, but I just have a feeling about it. And um, I talked to Jared, and um, and he thought uh, he said he could make it happen. So um, yeah, I don't I don't know how much I should reveal or. Uh, tell you, but um, oh, no, I yeah, love this. kind of what, what's, what's going to happen.
0: So I put out yeah. a tweet with a Finnish phone number. You are in Berlin, yeah. but willing to connect us with someone in Helsinki.
1: Yes. I'm giving up this rest of talking to you for an hour. But this is my boyfriend shouting from the background. Um, We love your show so much and uh, I think you're bringing so much joy to so many people. And so uh, nice. Yeah, I I know. Seriously, I'm. I'm complete. Like my face is so wide from smiling all the time that it's hurting.
0: <laughs> that's nice. I didn't know. Uh, I, um, I I didn't know anybody liked me in Berlin. I got to get out to Berlin. I hear Berlin's really, the coolest town now.
1: It is. It's amazing, and I think your your humor uh, would go really well here. Definitely, well,
0: that's good. I think I would make sense. My humor, you know, the stereotype we have of of, of people in Germany is that they're um, very into order. And um, yes. I, I I think that my humor works well with people who have a stern um, view regarding order. I think that makes sense. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding around. I want to get out there, though. I hear it's cool. I hear it's like the coolest spot.
1: Yeah. And also uh, Helsinki is also really cool. I'm trying to move there at some point as well. Uh, my family's there but um, yeah um, so yeah I don't know um, All right, I think Third so gonna... has him on the line already but okay. um, it's been amazing talking to you for a little while likewise I, hope, uh, I don't know I, I hope this is not going to be weird he, I, I warned him but he was like <laughs> okay so wait because he knows the show but he's not <laughs> um, I think he's that prepared so okay um, <laughs>
0: I think Jared's
1: an experiment.
0: <laughs> Jared's patching me through right now. This is such a lovely. I'm glad I got to talk okay. to you for a few minutes and this is such a a Hello? lovely surprise. Hello. Hi. hi. Hello? Hi, this is Chris.
2: Hi Chris. This is
0: Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right.
2: Are Good you on I the mind? phone too? I don't know if
1: I'm still a- Yeah.
0: Okay. So now we're all on the phone together. Um, this is nice.
1: <laughs> How is this happening?
0: <laughs> it's uh Um
1: I think should I just say goodbye now? I don't know.
0: I guess if that was the if that was the plan, I think yeah. That's Jared's yeah, telling me was, was the plan, plan was that you're gonna drop off now.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well have a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Bye Luppy. Thank you so much. All right. Bye bye Luppy. Did bye. I say that right?
2: Yeah, that's her nickname.
0: That's her nickname. Okay. Well, now you've been kind of ambushed with a phone call from a random American fellow.
2: It's pretty cool, though. I like your show. I really like the Fruit Baskets one. I showed it to my parents, and they liked it.
0: Oh, the Trump one?
2: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was pretty good, because my family's fairly conservative, so it was uh, nice to hear a good conversation. It felt like you got your head on straight
0: yeah I did my best. Now you you're in Helsinki is my understanding. yeah, yeah, I live here with my wife and are you are you from Helsinki? No, no, I'm
2: from the states. I'm from Oklahoma originally.
0: yeah, I was going to say this doesn't strike me as the traditional Finnish accent.
2: yeah she uh, we met in high school, and um, she was an exchange student, and a very long story short, now we're married, and we live in Helsinki together. She's finished.
0: She's finished. So high school, yeah. exchange student, you're like, yeah. oh man, I'm head over yeah. heels and you commit to it life was... and now you live in Finland.
2: Well, it wasn't quite that. <laughs> we dated in high school, we fell in love and then she had to go back home. So I saved up a lot of all my money, sold my car and everything. And then I went to go travel with her for a while um around Europe and then in Australia and then we broke up and we stayed friends for the next gosh, eight years or so and then uh through conversation, like just talking on the phone and Skype, we both kinda were like, Hey, do you wanna maybe try this again? And so I rented a really cheap apartment in Bellingham, Washington and she came and lived with me and it worked out. And uh yeah, we got her citizenship or not citizenship, a green card. And it's kind of tough in America right now, so we left for Helsinki. And, um, yeah, so now I'm getting ready to go to school here, and she works for Finnish Embassy.
0: Wow. Wow. So, yeah. So. Well, that's a real love story. Did you kind of always have it in the back of your mind of, wow, that was uh, I wonder how that would have gone if we weren't, uh, weren't so young or things didn't fall apart, or did it really flare back up organically well, on its own?
2: it was kind of one of those things where after we broke up, you know, you do the whole, like, that was my first love. I'll move on now. And then I just never really did. And so we've always been pretty good friends. And then through conversations on the phone, like when we first broke up, I was like, oh, I never want to see her again. I hate her. And then she kept trying to maintain the friendship. And then through just regular keeping in contact, we just decided, hey, let's give it another shot and then as soon as she showed back up again, I I knew. I was like, this is this is it for me. I'm gonna do everything I can to make it work. Uh-huh.
0: So you yeah. you went from being like an angry young man who's like a hater to all of a sudden growing up and being able to have more layered adult reactions to things and then it worked out. Yeah,
2: pretty pretty much. I, I kind of forced me to grow up a lot to go from me being the only person I Look out for and care about to having a partner now that does that. She's my best friend, so yeah. it makes it really easy.
0: That's but, cool. Yeah. So Be- I've been to Bellingham, Washington. They got a good improv theater out there I've performed at.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I love Bellingham. I, I miss it. I think quite it's called the
0: Upfront, right? The Upfront Theater.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, the whole scene there is really cool. Yeah, Where do you
0: live, Chris? I live in New York City, Queens, New York, oh, to be specific. cool. Yeah.
2: Cool. Have you ever been to Finland?
0: No. No. What's up with Finland?
2: Finland is really great. It's like, it, it reminds me a lot of Washington State. Uh, Bellingham is kind of a good example. Like, imagine you're in Bellingham, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's really fun, and lots of nice people and everything,
0: yeah, so but college no small talk. Okay, so some college kids, some hippies, but not much small talk.
2: Yeah, like there's still like the hardened, like Finnish exterior and everything like that. You don't talk to the checkout person. You don't make small talk with them. You don't wave at people. You know, you the little small things that Americans do, where they'll like just wave at people or strike up a conversation. Oh, yeah. how's your day going? Yeah. So, but then whenever <laughs> you start getting a little bit drunk with a Finnish person, suddenly they're like, let me buy you a drink, oh my gosh, this is so great. So they have a a hard exterior, but it it melts quite a bit when you get to know
0: them. Wow. Okay. So you said you you guys headed out that way because I I believe the quote you said was, it's kind of tough in America right now.
2: Yeah, I was working at a creamery um, making artisan cheese, in a town called Port Townsend which is kind of far away from Bellingham but still in Washington State and rent is really tough and her finding a job for she's getting her master's degree in political science Mm -hmm. and for her to find a job that pertains to her skill set was really tough and things are just expensive and healthcare and I couldn't find I've got a pretty bad case of severe depression so Finding help was like next to impossible because I mean, our healthcare system for mental disorders isn't great. So it got to the point where, like, let's go to Finland and we'll figure it out there. The medical system is much better. And yeah, so everything worked out really well. I've got good doctors, good medication, and
0: yeah, she kind of saved my life
2: in a way. Yeah. So
0: I have to say, my ignorant American stereotype. Makes me feel like Finland is a place that's um, cold, where it's dark a lot more, and that doesn't seem to scream this is the place to go for better mental health.
2: <laughs> it's pretty funny how it works out. Like one of the happiest nations in the world, and like it gets dark at about three o'clock now, and I mean it's like zero degrees, the wind's blowing, super cold, but people are people are
0: happy. And you said you're from Oklahoma?
2: Yeah, Norman,
0: Oklahoma, below OKC. So the absolute opposite climate.
2: Like pretty much as polar opposite as you can get. (laughs)
0: Like actually involving the North Pole, polar opposite.
2: Yeah, this is also where Santa lives. Santa lives up in Lapland. Um, there's the popular belief of the Finns. And, yeah, so this is this is like the North Pole, but not so rural.
0: And Lapland is an inhabited part of Finland that I believe, when you look at a map, that is actually in the Arctic Circle.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's it's really far up there. It's one of the uh, only places in Finland where you can see the Aurora Borealis.
0: You ever been up there? So,
2: no, not yet, but we're hoping to go this winter. I'm really excited for it.
0: you got to check that out. Yeah, yeah. So. Check that out. I got to say, when uh, we put out a Finnish phone number and then someone calls from Germany and says, I'm willing to connect you to with someone in Finland, and it starts to feel like we're playing this game of telephone that's reaching across <laughs> multiple countries and spanning oceans and continents, I didn't necessarily expect I'd be talking with some dude from Norman, Oklahoma at the end of the line. Yeah, that's a fair assumption to make. I feel a little Lena, hoodwinked. Just, you need to tell she, your... She, this German link of ours that I feel a little hoodwinked.
2: I will let her know. Yeah, I honestly didn't expect you to call me. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'll talk to him. And then now here we are, having the time of our lives.
0: I love it. Now, you still making artisan cheese out there in Finland?
2: No, no, they don't really do the artisan cheese out here. So now I'm, yeah, they're, uh, I mean, they do, but it's, it's not as big in, finland does it is in america like we've got the microbrewery sensation and the artisan cheese and we like local homegrown things not to say finland doesn't like that it's just not on the scale of how it is in the
0: states so what are you doing these days
2: uh, i'm getting ready to go to school
0: for oh computer you mentioned stuff that. for computer yeah. stuff that's not that's yeah. very different from artisanal cheese
2: Yeah, I've done a lot of different things. And I've always liked computers and I care about the environment. So I want to see how I can make those two things work together.
0: Yeah. 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 Computers and the environment.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I'm not more of an interesting case. I wish I had more like Finnish culture to share with
0: you. No, someone who leaves (laughs) Oklahoma, winds up in Washington, reconnects with an old flame from high school, which leads him back towards living in the North Pole, I would say that's a pretty interesting <laughs> tale. Yeah, interesting... Thanks, man. Where are you right now? Are you at home?
2: Yeah, well, I'm at home with my wife and uh, our dog, Koopy.
0: What's that mean?
2: Poopy is Finnish for cup.
0: Oh, you said poop. Oh, Koopi. cup.
2: Koopy, yeah. K-U-P-P-I. like K, It's like C-O-O-P-E-E. Koopi.
0: Koopi. Coop. Yeah. Either... the Finnish dog.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, he's only 10 weeks old and he's a little hellion, but it's pretty great.
0: Now, isn't Finland one of those countries that I I may be wrong, is Finland one of the countries that our president Donald Trump named as why can't we get more immigrants from countries like that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you also see the rake thing that he did?
0: Oh, What was that? Remind me.
2: it was, um, so when they're, you know, clearing out forestry, like, you know how oh, we do yes. the control burns and everything? In Finland, they yeah. got,
0: he said that the president of Finland personally told him that there's no forest fires there because they rake the forest floors.
2: Yeah, and then he said, man, we really need to get more like the Finnish citizens. They go out there with their rakes, it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> now, sometimes people who listen to the podcast get mad uh, if they are of a more conservative bent. Here's the thing, I'll just put it out there for anybody listening. You can believe what you want to believe, and I'm not. But I'm not going to hide what I believe. I am a northeastern liberal. I'm just going to ask you, just someone on the ground in Finland, how does this go over when when uh, American President Donald Trump expresses such an affinity for uh, Finnish raking habits?
2: It's uh, it's celebrated. You know, they now have a national raking day, uh-huh. and uh, everybody got a free rake. To now, get out there and do their part. No. no that sounds it's, like it's socialism. Pretty...
0: That sounds like socialism to me. Everybody gets a free <laughs> rake.
2: It's, you know, people laugh it off and everything. It's it's people don't take politics quite as seriously here as I feel like they do in the states. At least they're They don't have the heated political discussions that you'd have maybe back home. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm also very American. I don't speak any Finnish, so maybe everyone's just super nice to me. And then when (laughs) my back is turned, they start talking crap. But as far as whenever he says something silly, it's really, it's just laughed off. But it's also kind of a bummer because it's like, that's my president. I kind of wish I had somebody that wasn't making... Silly comments in office. No offense towards the conservative listeners, but that's how I feel. So
0: it's all personal. Opinion. So, in your personal experience, from what you can sense, there is not a massive collective effort to rake forest floors in Finland. This I is, mean,
2: this is not when accurate. you leave the when you leave the house. It's seen as a bit of a social faux pas to leave without your rake. But okay. all in all, no, there's <laughs> not the the demand. <laughs> so. Okay.
0: But you say pe- yeah. people aren't giving you too much guff. Like I know, I know that because I travel a lot for for work when I do comedy, um, and sometimes people will hear my accent and like, oh, an American. All right, here we go, mm-hmm. and they'll start giving me, they'll start razzing me. You're not, you're not, you don't deal with that too much in Finland.
2: Uh you know, it usually when you're out and about with your friends, they kind of know me, but with strangers, when they hear my accent, they'll start talking to me about Trump and. Why is, you know, this happening and this happening and what's going on with ICE? And I just try to be as civil as possible and tell them, like, you know, not everything in America is terrible right now because I'm kind of liberal myself. I'm also on the conservative. I'm in the middle, independent, whatever. But I I tell them to look forward to 2020, that Trump has shown us that, you know, that's the power of the vote. Like somebody came out of left field. No one thought he was going to win at all. And now he's the president of the United States, you know, and yeah. it shows the power of the American vote. Like I'm really excited for hopefully Tulsi Gabbard running in 2020. Right. And I usually brag about her and tell them to look into her and everything. That's cool. So it's really easy to talk the talk, I guess, with Finnish people when it comes to politics. Cause it's yeah. the same thing that was happening with, cause I was traveling whenever Bush was in uh, office and, and then, whenever Obama won, that was a really big deal. And, you know, there's always been a huge political swing going on as an American. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of used to it.
0: Yeah. And I at least have that thing when I travel where people will start going, Oh, you're an American. And I have that very convenient thing where I can go, Well, I'm a New Yorker, I live in New York City and then there's like kind of i think a european fascination with new york city where you get a pass where people are like okay you're you're like a quasi european vibe but then you're like <laughs> yeah. they're like you're an american where are you from and you're like norman oklahoma and they yeah, like, and soon
2: then as i drop oklahoma
0: <laughs> and they just like crack their knuckles and grin and re- and they're ready
2: yeah yeah, exactly. They're like, "Okay, let's 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 get into this. I know that you're having a good night out, but
0: you've said too many trigger words." <laughs> yes, <laughs> the word Oklahoma. Um, well, let me ask you. This. So, y- y- there is this there's this fascination. And and correct me if I'm wrong, Finland, northern Europe, safe to say, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not wrong with the geography yeah. on that. There's this fascination <laughs> where where President Trump has brought up Finnish policies a number of times. And even I think I think uh, even on the f- far opposite end of the American political spectrum, you get you get Bernie Sanders and a lot of uh, people from his wing of the, of the liberal party saying, well, socialized medicine and the Northern European nations are really doing it right. And then people go, well, there's so few less people. And it's kind of this place that it has been quietly sort of mythologized in the way it's constantly brought up in American politics the past couple of years being someone who is an american who wound up randomly in finland what are the what's real life like there what are the things we don't know as we just shout well, about healthcare and rakes
2: the one thing that they do i think pretty well is the the taxation system like for instance in america you've got these major corporations that are tax havens and, you know, tax breaks, tax breaks, tax breaks, and then the money just goes right back into their wallets, kind of a thing. It doesn't really happen here in America, or in uh, Finland. Baby, what's your tax rate? How much do you pay on taxes for your paychecks? Yeah, just you.
0: Roughly. Let's go ahead and pause right there on what I think is probably the most romantic sentence I've ever heard. Baby, what's your tax rate? Speaking of taxes and commerce, we got ads. So check out these uh, sponsors of ours. They got products. They got services. There's often promo codes. And when you use those promo codes, it really helps Beautiful Anonymous. So please consider that. And we'll be right back after this. You spend one-third of your life in sheets. So if you're looking for a New Year's resolution, better sleep. It's a great place to start. With Brooklinen, you can finally get five-star hotel quality sheets easily. Without breaking the bank, mix and match over 20 colors and patterns. Explore Brooklyn and's collection of towels, robes, and sleep masks to add a splash of luxury to your daily routine for 2019. I sleep on Brooklyn and sheets. I love them. I think they're great, great sheets. I'll tell you what, when we have people who stay with us, we give them the Brooklyn and sheets because we want them to think we're fancy. And we're not that fancy. Brooklyn and just puts out a great product for a good price. Simple as that. My Brooklyn sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You get $20 off and free shipping when you use the promo code STORIES at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code STORIES at brooklinen.com. That's dot com. Promo code Stories, Brooklyn, and these really are the best sheets ever. Do you want a New Year's resolution you can actually keep? Save time and money this year by using Stamps.com. Stamps.com brings all the amazing services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer, so you can print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. Then the mail carrier picks it up, no more lug and mail to the post office, no more hassles. Better yet, with Stamps.com you get discounted postage rates that you can't even get at the post office. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. And there's no equipment to lease and no long term commitments. I use stamps.com. There's a post office at the end of my block. It doesn't replace the post office. It supplements it. It makes everything streamlined. It makes everything quicker. It makes everything stress-free on my terms. It, it, what if the post office isn't open? What if I'm only home at night that day? It doesn't matter. Stamps.com lets me do it my way. Right now, you can do it your way too. Enjoy the stamps.com service with a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus postage and a digital scale. Start the new year off right. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in beautiful. That's stamps.com. Enter beautiful. Thanks again to all of our advertisers. Now let's get back to the phone call.
2: Baby, what's your tax rate? How much do you pay on taxes for your paychecks? Yeah, just you. Roughly. She pays 10%. She doesn't make a ton of money, so she pays 10%, but then her parents who are doctors, they can pay upwards of like 40%, right? 30? 30%. So people are, it's 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 expensive, but people also get a lot back from it. You pay 15%? Okay, yeah. So it's not too far off from what we'd pay back in the States. And I think one thing that they do really well is that everybody pays, Everybody pays. Everybody pays their taxes. So there's not this huge, you know, reliance on the people just themselves paying for it because the businesses are taxed too, unlike the major corporations back home. So as far as as money goes, like I'm on the dole right now on the unemployment thing. Which is nice it's giving me a chance to study and then i'm since I'm married to a citizen I'll get to go to school for free, which is also amazing so they they really believe in in taking care of their people and they also stretch out their hand to help others um that's one thing it's especially in Helsinki in some areas you'll see just tons and tons of Africans and uh, I'm mean, just immigrants from all over the world, lots of Muslims too and it's it's just an accepted part of the a life of like, if you've got extra food, don't make your fence taller, make your table longer, and yeah. so it's, it's really nice. That's so cool. I hope that well answers cool. your
0: question. It does, it does. It's uh, it's eye opening, it's eye opening. I get what you, yeah. It's 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 how do you know roughly? I'm gonna look it up how many people live in Finland because that's it's about the, 5 million. Five, so and and that's about how many people live in just New York City. Let me look this uh, up.
2: Twenty something, I think. Let me see. Could this. Be way off.
0: So that's the that's what the that's what a lot of people say is. Well, it looks like New York City has uh, is that eight point six million people? That's what I'm. Eight point
2: six million people. Wow.
0: I think if I'm looking that's it up, way right. off. Yeah, eight point six million. So, I guess that is the argument that a lot of the conservative people have. Is like, yeah, you can, you can. uh you can stretch the dollar further and take care of everybody when there's only five million of you, whereas we have almost uh, you know one point you know one hundred and fifty percent of those people just in one city on one coast. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? I treat. I people don't right. talk
2: to that though because that's five million people that are paying taxes and yeah. doing a job. Now increase that, and you have more people paying taxes, and more jobs being done, more things being made, more things being bought. I don't know. The conservative mindset, when it comes to like the f- fiscal responsibility, I feel like they just want to keep it all in the bank. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I don't, I don't know. I, well, I, li- I say I'm slightly conservative, but then they come out with this liberal.
0: <laughs> well, you're slightly conservative, but you're living in Finland, and I would imagine it rubs off on you. I would imagine a little really bit, Because yeah. I'll tell you, you're right. It does it it does bug me out, and I'm not very good at math. But I live in Queens right now, and Amazon just announced that the they're opening a new headquarters in Long Island City, which is about three neighborhoods away from where I live. And then you read about it, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's great! It's going to bring bring new jobs." And it's like, "Oh yeah, well, they're getting a three billion dollar subsidy to come here. They're being yeah. given three billion dollars." It's
2: like crazy. This. Plus it's not like they're giving 50 million or 50,000 new jobs out. They're just bringing 50,000 new people in. Like that's the oh, way we well, look at Seattle like they were promised like oh we're going to give you so many jobs. Seattle's one of the most expensive cities in the world. And yeah. it just it doesn't make sense to me how they celebrate like look at all this this commerce and everything coming in and it's like okay, well what exactly are we going to get out of it? What have you given back to the, you know, Jeff Benzos is one of the richest people that's ever existed. Yeah. And, you know, his workers aren't paid very well. I'm probably going to get flayed by this for this by my family, but I don't know. I'm I shop on Amazon but only when I absolutely have to because Finland's a fairly rural country, but I, I'm not always crazy about
0: They got Amazon in Finland, huh? They got the Yeah, well, they it, got it, the Prime, it, they got the 2-day shipping.
2: They got the prime. They got really? the prime. It's it's most it's mostly set up in Germany though. That's really where you do your ordering from, from is Amazon Germany.
0: But you so you so. can order just like me, you could go order some random crap on Amazon and I'll get it to you in two days in Finland. And I can get the same service in New York City.
2: Yeah, but the things will be different. Like some of the things are in a warehouse in Germany. Yeah. Like let's say I wanted to buy a uh, uh, a coat rack right but this yeah. really cool coat rack that this american company makes like it may not be as readily available because it's only in an american warehouse so i have to order it pay the extra shipping and everything but then nice. germany might have the exact same coat rack or they might have a different kind but it's,
0: yeah. it's yeah. i mean say what you will about amazon they, they do provide a good the show service has ended what to record a message for beauty. what happened
2: Oh, I don't know. The, it said your something has ended.
0: Oh, hold on! I gotta yell at Jared and Harry. Jared. Sorry,
2: Jared must think the conversation's not good enough.
0: No, that's we're cooking. We're cooking with fire over here. Hey, Harry! I don't know what that shit was about, but never let it happen again. <laughs> he's making, he's pointing at Jared. He's throwing Jared right under the bus for that. But I think Harry had a lot. To, Harry's sitting maybe eight feet away from any buttons that could possibly have caused that. <laughs> what do you think? Should course, I move to Harry. Finland? Maybe I should move to Finland. Would I you'd be happy? You'd do well in Finland. In what sense? You'd do well. In in what way would I do well? Uh,
2: well, you're really funny. I've seen you in some of your shows and I've watched some of your uh, improv things on YouTube because, like I said, Lena's really into you I, and there's a pretty big comedy circuit here. It's mostly in Finnish, but I bet an American like you would be pretty, pretty popular.
0: You're saying that even though most of the comedy scene there is in Finnish, that I could walk in as an American, you think I could uh, clean up in the Finnish comedy scene.
2: I think I think I think you could do well. Yeah, I really do because they also it's also a very international country. So everybody speaks English for the most part, and yeah, I think you'd do all right. You should at least come and visit at least you should once.
0: Come do some shows in Finland. Yeah, I will come and see
2: you and have a beer with you.
0: Well, I don't drink beer myself, but I'd be having. What's oh. a good Finnish soda? What's a good Finnish soft drink? Uh, you
2: know. There's one called Jaffa. It's kind of like the Finnish version of Santa. Okay. So that's pretty nice. It's good stuff.
0: It's a song. And, and you had said that the Finnish tend to bond over alcohol and that's where people at their guards down. As someone who is a teetotaler, what, does that mean I'd have a hard time socially in Finland?
2: Uh, no, not, not completely. It's like the way that the drinking scene works in Finland, it, and this is everything I've said, it's from my own experience, and I'm of course. not a very well-educated man, but what I've noticed is that they tend to bond over alcohol. So when you imbibe in the social lubricant, they feel a bit more comfortable because you're drinking just as much as them. There's this thing, I don't know what to call it. I call it getting finned, but you'll meet a guy. We'll call him like uh, John, right? or uh, yeah, yeah. you'll meet John, who's a nice Finnish boy. Let's do a Finnish name, Heike. You'll meet a man named Heike. He's yeah. a nice Finnish guy. Yeah. You'll meet at the bar, you have a drink, you maybe bump into him or something. Oh, sorry, you know, and then like a conversation just mildly starts, oh, I like your coat, I like your coat. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from here. Oh, what do you think about Trump? And then you start talking with them and suddenly you're outside having a cigarette, you're laughing, you become really good friends, right? It's great time. Hey, man, I'll see you later. Yeah, I'm always at this bar. You'll see him the very next night, but he's stone cold sober. And you'll go up and be like, oh, Hakey, hey, how's it going? And he's like, uh, hey, hi, like, good. And that's it. it they, they have this weird thing where, like, when you get drunk with them, they'll show you their soul. And then when they're sober, it's like that ice comes right back. And see, they're a- very...
0: I'd fear Finland because I don't get drunk. So I feel like I'd be sitting there drinking soda and I'd only get that. I'd only get the, uh, sober hakey, and I want drunk Heikey. He sounds fun. You
2: can have drunk Heikey too. You can have drunk Heikey too. I don't smoke cigarettes and I don't drink. So you'll, 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 you'll just have to do without, but I mean, people, it's not going to stop anybody like, Oh, you're not drinking. Then I won't drink. I've never heard anybody in Finland ever
0: say that. And could I just tell, explain to them, I have, I have a lot of Irish blood in my veins, so I need to be careful and then they'll all laugh because they'll go, oh, yeah, probably. oh, right, oh right, the Irish, and then they'll all laugh over that.
2: Everyone, yeah, there's there's always there's always some excuse that uh, you can always give them that it won't be a problem. Maybe I need to but, g- yeah, move
0: to Finland. Maybe that's where I need to go. You don't have to
2: get drunk. You don't have to get drunk to enjoy the Finnish drinking culture. That's one thing I should definitely say. Is you don't have to get drunk. But at a certain point... You know when you're like the designated driver at a party yeah. and it passes that point where people are fun to where they're just drunk
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know and that feeling you're well. Not drunk. Yes. So, yeah, that that might happen quite a bit. Well, I'm well. used to that. That was the entirety of my t- life from the age of 21 forward. <laughs> yeah. So you're probably guy people drunk people are like where I have to go like no, I'm not judging you. We're all having fun. And then someone's throwing up in the back of my car and I am judging them, <laughs> but I don't let them know I'm judging them. Cause I, I don't want to be a social pariah.
2: <laughs> I can, I can tell you this, that they start a lot later. So for instance, like if I have a really big night out, I'm not getting home until four, but I also haven't started until like midnight.
0: Well, hey, so you're, talking maybe to 11. A, you're talking to a New York city resident over here. That's how we, that's oh, how we yeah. do. That's how we do. That's,
2: it's the same way. It's the same way in Finland. So you 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 won't have to worry about that that line until about one o'clock, two o'clock.
0: And I guess it doesn't matter if it's dark. Twenty one hours of the day, you just stay out all night if you feel like it.
2: Yeah, pretty much. It's it's called going until sunlight, which doesn't really have any <laughs> mystery behind it. But yeah.
0: All right. And they ate a lot of that weird fish up there. A lot of fish up in Finland, right?
2: Oh, man. They got the best fish. Like pickled herring. Oof. I know it sounds really gross, but it is the best thing. Like, especially when they pickle it in vodka, it comes in these little
0: jars. Everything is about that immediately looped back around to alcohol, huh?
2: Well, that's my favorite kind because it gives it that kick, but they also pickle it normally with vinegar and then they fill it with like cream and dill. Lots and lots of salmon, like Ooh. best salmon I've ever had. Also Ooh. the best rye bread. If you like rye bread, there's something about the water here. Ooh.
0: It's incredible. Good. You just get some uh, some pickled herring, lay it out on some rye bread.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually like a normal Finnish breakfast is usually like rye bread, some slices of cheese. Muesli, yogurt, and that's it. Maybe some tomatoes, okay. and then if 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 it's a kind of a fancier occasion, you have the fish. Uh huh. Usually smoked
0: salmon, which is just oh, oof. I love smoked salmon. They got yeah, that. It's, they got that stroming up there. Or is that just Swedish? Do you know surf strumming? That,
2: I know what it is. Hey, baby, is surströming more of like a Swedish thing? You know that like rotten fish. I think I think it's Finnish in origin. I don't know. I don't know. I've never had it, but I've heard of it, and I, it's something to avoid.
0: I tell you, my TV show, one of the great participants in this show, we had a fan named Stellan from Sweden. Great, great guy. Used to call in all the time. Great guy. And he lived in Sweden, and he told us, you guys don't have the guts to open up a can of stroming in your studio. And I knew nothing about it, but I said... <laughs> Nobody from Sweden is going to call a bunch of Americans and say, we don't got the guts to do anything. So he sent us a couple cans of this stuff. And I tell you, we opened it up in the studio. And if you watch this episode, I'm telling you, you can see, you can track inch by inch as that cloud of smell spreads. Because you see people, their faces just drop. People are getting up and sprinting away. People start screaming. People are making these like, involuntary gut heaving noises. That stuff was for real. That stinky <laughs> fish.
2: One of my Finnish friends here said when he opened up a can of it, his entire body just told him, that's poison and I can tell that you're not going to just listen to your brain, so I have to involve every other extremity into this. Like his knees got weak, he started sweating, like the bile started building up. It's You don't mess with that stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. I. I I will tell you that my experience with Sir drumming, I have explained it to people as, it I don't know how to explain the smell better than to say that it felt as if I had been punched in the face with a wet ashtray. That's what it smelled.
2: <laughs> like. That's the, like I said, I've never experienced it, but that sounds it, it, good enough for me that I know I don't
0: need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Gotta watch out for that Sir Stroming. <laughs> Do you think you'll, well, uh, Chris, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you think you're going to spend your whole, uh, you think you're in Finland for good, or you think you're going to travel the world more or come back to America? What's the plan?
2: You know, man, right now, like, okay, really quick to, to, to all of your listeners, this is something they need to know about. When you have your green card, this is something the movies never tell you. First off, did you know getting your green card is one of the most difficult things? It's not like you see in these movies where, like, Oh, I'm going to get kicked out of the country tomorrow and I need to do a marriage and prove it. And then they're like, oh, I'll marry you. And then they get married and then like, you know, it's hilarious hijinks with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that's not how it works. It is a long and painful process. So anyways, we went through that process. My wife and I, we were married. We got married in a small town in Arizona. We did everything correctly. We get the green card. Then we realized, okay, let's try to make it work in Finland. We asked one of the, fin- the one of the the uh, uh, immigration agents, "Hey, is it okay if we live in Finland, but then come back to America for like a week or two, so that way we don't have to abandon the green card?" He said, "Yeah, absolutely. That is incorrect. There is a thing called abandonment. Whenever you get your green card, so for instance, Emma and I moved to Finland. If she, even if we came back every like month or so." immigration would start getting really, really suspicious of like, what are you guys doing? Why are you always in Finland? It's not a right. Once you get a green card, it is not a right. You don't just get to keep it. We had to send the green card back. If we want to move back to Finland, we have to go through the whole process all over again. Mm-hmm. So just anybody that wants to marry a, 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 a foreign national, just just keep that in mind that a green card is not something that once you get, you get to just keep it. It's, it's a privilege, not a right. So. Oh, wow.
0: Tell you you something about me, my friend. I am a dual citizen of America and Ireland, so that will never be a problem for me. Choice. Nice. Sorry to rub it in. I could go live. Is Finland in the EU? I forget. uh, Yeah, yeah, we're in the EU. But technically, we're
2: uh, not Scandinavian. We are Nordic.
0: Nordic. That sounds cool.
2: Yeah, it's way cooler. But yeah, as far as coming back to America, I'd like to. I love America. I love Washington State. It's my home. My family's there. Some of my family and my friends are there. And it's a great place. But as of right now, I really want to go to school for free. My wife is working at a Finnish embassy. Like Things are just going really well here. So for yeah. now, we'll just keep putting...
0: You break bones all the time.
2: Is, yeah. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense to me.
0: Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. On a basic level... Those of us living in the States right now, those of us who grew up here, I tell you, it's a pressure cooker for a lot of us. I, we put out an episode of this show just a few weeks prior to when you and I are talking where in the reaction to the very same episode, I had people tell me that they were unsubscribing because they felt I'd been disrespectful to President Trump. And uh, in the very, very same reaction, people tell me they were unsubscribing because they felt like I had said a bunch of things that – made me feel like I had kind of sold out the liberal cause. All in the same same episode. Weird. But, but also I'm like proud of it because it means, yeah, these conversations are layered and not simple. That being mm-hmm. said, it makes me realize we are barraged by the news cycle right now. Um, we are barraged by, you know, at times actual literal hour by hour updates of political happenings. You're able to go to a a sort of, by my perspective, far-flung corner of the world for an American to wind up in. Being that you're not in the pressure cooker, although I'm sure you keep up with it. You've mentioned your family, you know, you might butt heads on certain things. All that aside, being outside of the States right now, you just said you love America. What are the things that you miss about your home country? What are the things you love about that place? Because you might be uniquely positioned. I think a lot of us who are here right now feel a little beaten down being on the inside. What are the things from the outside that just in simple ways, you're like, no, I love, I love my home country. And let's pause there. That's a, I think that's a pretty good question. I think the answer is going to be really fascinating. I think you want to hear it. So we're going to go with a cliffhanger. And, and, and let's remember that. That oftentimes lately on this show, people bring up politics and it divides us. But let's not remember. It's all because we love this place. We're going to hear from our caller what he loves about his home country when we get back. But in the meantime, check out these ads, use the promo codes. We'll be right back. Simple Contacts lets you conveniently renew your contact lens prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. It's vision care for the 21st century. The Simple Contacts vision test is self-guided, takes less than five minutes. It isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam, but it will save you so much time when you need to renew and reorder. It's designed by ophthalmologists and a licensed doctor reviews every test. So you skip the office visit, but not the care. Simple Contacts has all the brands and types of lenses you're familiar with, so you never have to shop around to find your lenses at the best price. Best of all, Simple Contacts saves you money. The vision test is only 20 bucks. Their contact lens prices are unbeatable and standard shipping is free now i tell you what i tried contacts in high school didn't like them glasses are kind of my thing everybody knows that but simple contacts makes it so easy even me there's certain situations where i need contacts maybe i'm working out playing basketball doing my jujitsu need those contacts simple contacts makes it very simple very easy a lot of time and money and therefore stress goes away look at that save your time save your money Lower your stress with Simple Contacts. You get $20 off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash beautiful or enter code beautiful at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash beautiful. Enter code beautiful at checkout to get $20 off your contacts. Thanks again to everybody who advertises on Beautiful Anonymous. Now let's finish off the phone call. You might be uniquely positioned. I think a lot of us who are here right now feel a little beaten down being on the inside. What are the things from the outside that just in simple ways you're like, no, I love I love my home country. Um,
2: one thing that I feel like a lot of people when you ask somebody in the States, like you're talking to your checkout clerk and you've got a big line of groceries, so you got a minute and you ask, how's your day going? And they say, Oh good, you know, getting ready for whatever holiday and like that small talk that can sometimes build to something more maybe not always, but like the the people in Finland are very, it's like business all the time. And I'm not saying they're not warm people, but in Finland, there's this kind of like, don't talk to strangers. That's kind of weird. Like it's a social faux pas. Mm -hmm. Um, But if in America, like talking to strangers, like you have the opportunity to like walk past somebody and say, that's a really great sweater and you look good in it. You know, just a random person and say, you know, whatever you want to them and in a friendly way. And most of the time I'll be like, oh, thank you very much. You can reach out to people, random people, and just kind of be yourself in America. And not always the case, but in Finland, it's much harder to do It's It's really weird if you just give random people compliments, but in the States you can't, you can just make somebody's day. You can just make somebody's day like that. Just say like, oh, hey, I like your haircut. Or, hey, like, you know, I like the car you're driving or whatever. And that's something that I really miss it's It's a stupid, silly thing to miss, but i I kind of miss
0: just being able to
2: talk to strangers a bit,
0: so it's the so, people it's the people
2: yeah, definitely the people
0: I do think so. that sometimes, man. I do think that I have noticed when I travel internationally, and you know oftentimes I'm around other comedians and stuff, and comedians like to give each other a hard time mm-hmm. um, but a lot of times people give Americans a hard rap, you know. Oh, you're obnoxious or, you know, the loudmouth tourists and whatnot. But I'm like, I don't know, man. Cause honest to God, I've been around a lot of people and I think uh I think you're right that on like a grassroots ground level, human to human level, it's uh American people are pretty pretty good. Even in yeah, New, Even agree. in New York where we're not nice to each other. People look out for <laughs> each other still. They help each other out.
2: Yeah, man, always, that that's one thing that is just, I love Americans and I'm never gonna say that I'm not American. Like I'm never gonna be, you know, oh, I'm Canadian. So I can just bypass all the bullshit. Like I accept the bullshit and I accept the good stuff too. Yeah, so.
0: I think for a lot of us, we still think there's a, there's a lot of good in the guts of this.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Things always get better, things always get better.
0: I hope so. I hope so. And then, you know what one of the good things about doing this show where I talk to so many different types of people is that uh I am thoroughly convinced that even those of us who have wildly different opinions from each other are all, are all recognizing more and more that the the way the discourse happens is problematic and that we all want that to get better. Yeah, of, absolutely. A lot of people with a different ideas of how things should be, but who I think are recognizing more and more that this ain't the way to do it. This ain't the yeah, way to talk I
2: about it. I absolutely agree. Things, th- things are bad now, maybe, but they're, they're, things always get better. Like the American people, we have a voice. We can talk to each other. We can be civil to each other and have open conversations about these things. And I... Things always get better. You just got to believe that. That's what I try to believe every day.
0: <laughs> I think so. You know, if you like, if you like uh, small talk, if you like small talk and making, I tell you, the only because I, I would agree. I would agree that Americans are good at it. And like you said, you can make somebody's day. Here's two places I've been, though. If you really want your day made with small talk, you go to Ireland or you go to Sri Lanka.
2: Oh, yeah, those like total polar opposites. <laughs> those are the nicest
0: people in the world. The two places I've been where you go to Ireland, man. You go to Ireland. you want to talk about so like you go and like someone saying nice sweater and you can make their day. You go to Ireland. I mean, a guy like me was walking down the block. I feel like I couldn't get from one end of the block to the other without somebody like saying or doing something kind.
2: Great place. I'll have to check it out. Great I'll have to place. check it out. Thanks,
0: man. And Sri Lanka. Oh my god, that little island is a special place. We got we should put out a Sri Lankan number next time, Jared. Can we get a Sri, yeah. Sri Lankan number, please? I want to keep doing would, this international I would clause. love to hear that.
2: Yeah. I hope that your next caller is actually finished. Well <laughs> and listen, that you get a little bit more of the culture flavor. Oh well,
0: listen, I'm very tempted to call back your Berlin friend and say, Hey, you've hoodwinked me a little bit on this one.
2: Oh, very well, do it. She is a very fascinating person, and she would love that. She talks about your show all the time.
0: Should we get? Can we get them back on the line at the same time, Jared? I think Jared's looking this up because I th- I feel like you sorry. and I have had a great conversation, but we have technically. Uh, I I don't know if you even do you know the show well enough to know that there's a countdown clock on this. Do you know that? No, I don't. Sorry, <laughs> I I haven't listened to the show a ton. Oh, well, that's but, okay. I'm sorry. So, but so you're just you don't even know it's Yeah, technically. You can hang up whenever you want, but we got up to 19 minutes left. But if you got to go, I'm happy to call that German back and say, hey, what was that bullshit? <laughs> I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> Let's do it. You want to call the German back on 3-way? Let's do it. Yeah, she'll be available. Jared. Her name is... Okay, I'm not supposed to know that. Another one of the rules of the show is that it's anonymous, but that's okay. We've all said our names oh, well- a million times on this one. Who cares? We can bleep it all. <laughs> so, Jared, what do we think? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Is this going to be able to happen? What are we thinking over here? Oh, she has to call. How do we facilitate hey, uh, this? Okay, oh, we text her. That call. Yeah, back. C- yeah. Can we please? So, is your wife's cousin?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm having my wife text her right now, so, and I guarantee you has the phone in her hand because she wants to know how it went. Okay, yeah.
0: So we're texting her on our end. You text her on your end. We're gonna get back on the line because look, she did a good thing. She hooked us up with someone in Finland, but uh got to put the we got to hold her feet to the fire on this one a little bit.
2: Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah, she needs to know her lane. Staying
0: yeah, her lane. seriously. If there's one thing <laughs> that I need to personally do right now, it is scold your German cousin-in-law.
2: I'm super excited Hello? for this. She's also
0: Hey, is this <laughs> Hello? I'm
1: saying my name.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll beep it out. We'll beep it out. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot and say your name, but I'm a little uh
1: I'm a little <laughs> mad at you right
0: now. We'll beep it again. Don't worry. What? Do you? Yeah, you you call me. You call me. You say I got this great Finnish person for you to talk to. Next thing I know, I'm on the phone for no. forty minutes with some guy from Norman, Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, I thought that he was just calling, like you said, there was this number available, and then all of a sudden he tells me he's disappointed. I'm not Finnish. I don't know what's going on. You threw oh, us both no. under the bus.
1: Oh God. Sorry.
0: <laughs> this is being recorded right now. Just so you know.
1: What are we going to do now? Are we This is really weird. Are we like are we all three on the phone right
0: now? All three of us are on the phone right now and I want some answers. This guys from Oklahoma. <laughs> okay,
1: I think I told Jared this, but I suppose I apparently forgot to tell you.
0: <laughs> Jared, you knew this the but, whole but time? Jared's <laughs> claiming that Jared's <laughs> claiming he had no idea this was an Oklahoman.
1: Oh yeah, that's that no, I definitely
0: don't. We've got an international in controversy on in our Jared's now jumping in. Jared Jared looks actually, man. Jared, Jared looks furious <laughs> that he's being accused of this. He's stomping around. He just broke something. In the studio. He just broke a lamp. Harry ran out of the room in fear. This has become a fiasco. Something
1: is caught on fire. Definitely. Yes.
0: Yeah. I will have to momentarily no, um, flee when the fire spreads. <laughs> no, I want um, to thank you. Yeah. No,
1: but...
0: Go for it. What were you going to yeah? say?
1: No, um, I said I'm, I'm part finished. so I can partly uh, make up for the mistake.
0: Oh, there's if no you mistake. you
1: want to, talk to a partly finished
0: person. No, all jokes aside... <laughs> It was so, it was, what a cool thing that you connected us with, all together, and now we get to be here on this three-way phone call.
2: It is really cool.
1: <laughs> so, so how have you guys been?
0: We've been great. We've had a great talk. Uh, now,
1: yeah.
0: the your, your cousins... So
1: wh- why am I here now?
0: Because <laughs> I thought it would be funny to call you up and yell at you when I... Cause, <laughs> As I've been saying, I feel I felt a little hoodwinked, but I thought it would be funny, and you seem so good natured that it seemed like <laughs> right. you might get a kick out yeah. of it if we got back to you.
2: I also kind of egged them this on is to
0: the do biggest it.
1: Biggest kick. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm, I'm having the biggest kick of my life now. Your cousin Maybe I, of my life.
2: This is your Christmas present, by the way. This is your Christmas present. So I'm not getting anything else. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Now, your cousin's husband has told Uh, me that he thinks my comedy would do well in Finland. Do you agree as someone who is part Finnish? Yes. Really?
1: A hundred percent. Why? Why? They all speak perfect. Well, they all speak perfect English. So there won't be like a language barrier thing where they don't get subtle jokes and nuances. And um, not to fall into the stereotypical view of Finnish people, but they are kind of on the melancholic side.
0: Okay. okay. So
1: um, I think your sarcastic humor would just go really well with them.
0: I like that it you, like that you so very it. kindly said sarcastic humor instead of saying a guy who talks about being suicidal and claims it's comedy would really do great <laughs> in Finland. <laughs>
2: No, that would kill here. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> well,
0: you nailed the pun. Now, another thing I've learned about Finnish people via the lens of the Oklahoma link between us. I'm a little worried yes. about visiting Finland because he says most of the time, the way you can f- bond with Finnish people is through alcohol and I don't drink alcohol. So I'm worried that I'd go there and just be very yeah. lonely. Side note, side note. I said through um. my experience. Yes, all through the lens of, of his personal experience
1: yeah 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 I think we can all agree that not that we're not putting everyone in boxes, but no. um yeah i mean i i I think it's difficult for me to say because it's my family, but I think, like the people that I've um come across most mostly is my family and extend family, so I don't know i I don't know. I think I think you would be completely fine. I think uh your humor would, would uh would be enough. I think you don't need the alcohol to survive in Finland.
0: <laughs> okay. Don't need okay, that's another checkbox. Okay, now another thing is if I went to Finland, my wife would want to come, but she loves warm weather yes. and I've heard that it gets dark. Oh. I I've been told by our Oklahoman <laughs> link that it gets dark at three PM in Finland. Yes. My wife yeah. would be furious. In the
2: winter, what? in the summer, should- it's bloody amazing. The sun never sets.
1: Really? Yeah. 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 You should go in the summer. How? But beware of the mozzies.
0: Of the what? They are. But they are. Mosquitoes.
1: Uh, mosquitoes.
0: Mozzies. Oh, thank But they are really gosh.
1: big and really slow. The mozzies are really big and really slow, so you can catch them. But there's a lot of them. Like It's like zombie mozzies. Zomb- yeah. Not a, not a, yeah, it's difficult. And you got to <laughs> sleep sometime.
0: There's giant, slow moving mosquitoes that you're at constant (laughs) war with in Finnish summers?
2: Yeah, it's pretty extreme. Like, once dusk, like, once the sun starts to set, uh, like, or it gets a little bit more dusky because the sun doesn't fully set, it it gets real. Like, (laughs) you'll see in most people's, like, vacation homes, there's big, huge, like, blood smears on the wall. From people just like seeing a mosquito and then slapping it and realizing like the mosquito just fed. And so there's all these like little blood stains everywhere. So blood
0: stains So you're telling me, Oh, your wife wouldn't like the cold. Come in the summer where the wall the walls are smeared with blood. She'll love that. Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's,
1: it's she'll secure. love it.
0: Sounds like a great place to if you if you're looking for a alibi for a murder, you just rent a finish yeah. Airbnb in the summer and they won't be able to tell which blood stains are which that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, but you
1: should really come. It's it's a beautiful place. It's,
0: it's
1: it is. I feel like it's where the mind can be at ease and you can just mm. be yourself and just enjoy nature and um yeah, it's it's there's not a lot of people there and it's a big country so There's a lot of space for every single person. (laughs) And you can really feel that if you're in the countryside.
0: So let's let's plan my European comedy tour. I've played England. I've played Ireland. If memory serves correct, those are the only countries I've ever done comedy in, in Europe. And England's not even going to be in Europe in a few months. Oh, God. So I'm saying... You're telling me I need to go to Berlin. You're telling me I would be huge yeah. in Helsinki. Where else? Absolutely. Where yeah. else does a depressed <coughs> comedian with a large forehead play well in Europe?
2: Like pretty much anywhere up north where the sun is always setting because they're like, they're, 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 I don't want to see big on depression, but they're, they're big on depression. They, they know a thing or two about it. So,
0: so you guys are telling me that me, just because I am a publicly depressed man, northern european is an, northern Europe is an untapped market for me absolutely,
2: yeah, I know oh, yeah. maybe Lena may not agree, but I agree
1: no, I'm surprised you haven't figured
0: that out yet. What, <laughs> what's, the, <laughs> what's the most depressed country in europe where's the what's the most depressed where should, who are the real sad sacks? Where can I go and just be king? <laughs> Well,
2: Helsinki's a good place to start. They'll point you in the right direction at least. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can't speak for any other country.
0: Where's the I, I can
1: barely speak for Finland.
0: Are there any yeah. are there any are there any cities particularly in the Lapland area that might put on a comedy show? Ooh, I, have I have no mm, idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's but what hey, I got to do. You feel. could be the trailblazer that brings comedy to Lapland. Oh God, I would love that. That would be so funny. That would be put that so- on a resume. I want to perform comedy somewhere so far north that um, that they I'm, I'm like one of those old timey explorers where in a hundred years they're still trying to recover my frozen body. That's where I want to put on comedy. Oh, that sounds fun. Who knows? Uh, Maybe someday I'll get out there. I'm going to tell my wife. Everybody's telling yeah. me i got to go to Finland. And she'll say, who's everybody? And I'll say, two strangers on a phone. <laughs>
1: yeah. I highly recommend it.
0: Okay. Okay. Now, if I could only do one, Berlin or Helsinki, honestly, which one am I going Ooh. to? Um, well, I'm going to go with gonna my gonna home team Helsinki. and say Helsinki. Really? Yeah. It's unanimous.
1: I'm going to go with Helsinki as well.
0: But I hear Berlin is a place where it's like uh, everybody does art all the time, and and drugs are safe and legal, and it's like (laughs) it's utopia. It's like this art utopia.
2: Um, Finland is is sadder, and I think that they they need it more. They need the they need the laughter more.
0: I'm probably not cool enough for Berlin either. Is the unspoken thing?
1: (laughs) No, you're definitely cool. I think Berlin now. Is like everyone's walking around in weird '90s clothes because apparently that's in again. And like the weirder you are, the cooler you are, actually. So I think everyone should just come to Berlin because it's just it's a it's a really nice place. Yeah, but a... it's true everyone's really artsy, farty, and I don't know. But yeah.
0: We had a uh, we had a caller from Copenhagen a few months back. That sounded like a yeah. pretty great place, too. Yeah, I remember. Okay. <laughs> Copenhagen, Berlin, Helsinki, the beautiful anonymous. Jared, would you come to Finland to record these? Nope. He shook his head. No, he's not coming. No. <laughs> I didn't even finish the sentence.
1: That was so fast.
0: Yeah, I didn't even oh, finish God. the sentence. And he already was indicating that no, I have to hire somebody. God damn it. Come to Finland. <laughs> Harry, Harry, you want to come to Finland? Harry will come to Finland. All right. Me and Harry. Yeah,
1: and my sister does, uh, my sister does podcasts, so um, she can record you. It's All fun. right. I've, I've got you covered. We'll book
0: it. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Okay, well, technically we have six minutes left. I'm going to be bald-faced and say that I've had a lot of fun. I don't know how much I have left to say, so it's really up to you guys what we do from here.
2: I I've I've had a really great time too, but I'm I'm tapped. I've also never had a conversation this long before on the phone, so. Ever. I ever. I maybe with my mom, but that's that's about it.
0: Well, I'm happy to bring you to this whole new world and to yeah, my thanks, to my Berlin friend. I would, sincerely this has been an extremely fun episode and we got to talk Thank about you, a lot. Man. Yes, I want to thank you in Helsinki, and I want to thank our Berliner for coordinating it. Any final words from Berlin?
1: I am just uh, very happy that you two met virtually, or, well, over the phone. And uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I just think um, this show is amazing, and I'm just completely knocked over that I'm... Talking to you right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 glad you had fun.
0: I did, and I'm glad that I got to talk to both of you. It was really a treat, and I will say, the idea you think about a hundred years ago, and the idea that somebody in Helsinki and Berlin and New York could just have a random, real-time, unplanned conversation for an hour at a moment's notice, it would have been impossible. And I feel really lucky that I get to that. My job is to mess around on the phone and do things like this. It's. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. I want to come try that salmon. That was
1: though. a good ending.
0: He was talking shit, saying that what? Finland has the best smoked salmon ever. Yeah.
1: I just ate it yesterday. You did. My mom was in Finland and she brought me some, and I
0: just ate it yesterday. And how? And how was it?
1: Eat the. It was incredible. Eat the salmon. Go and eat the fish. Salmon.
2: Yeah, come tell some jokes, and we'll give you salmon.
0: Yes, I refuse to accept <laughs> money. I only want to be paid paid in salmon and pickled herring. That's all I. I'm want. pretty
2: sure yes. that is the only form of currency in Lapland. So. Good,
0: good, good. It'll be a real <laughs> son of a bitch to convert that at the airport, but I'll uh, I'll do my best.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for talking to me for so long, and I uh, I I will start listening to your show more often. <laughs>
0: Thanks so much. That's how we do. that's how we build ratings on this show. I call people one at a time and hope they get on board. Thank you guys so much.
2: Well, you got another one. So okay, I'm going to go. Goodbye everybody. Bye. Bye.
0: Goodbye, Berlin friend. Thank you so much to our our finish american friend american finnish friend or or american expat in finland friend thank you to our berlin go-between thank you for the uh international web that we wove in this call thank you all thank you to jared and harry you a hard time in the booth on this one, having some fun. Thank you to Justin Linville for helping me with my whole life. Thank you to Shell Shag for the music. If you want to know about me when I'm out there doing shows on the road, chrisgeth.com. That is the website. I'm out on the road all the time. Check it out. If you like Beautiful Anonymous, go to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. It really helps when you're doomed. That's all the business. We'll see you next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Next time on Beautiful Anonymous, every once in a while, somebody out there breaks and has to rebuild. And our caller's right in the middle of that process. My friend met up with me at a boba bar. I had this existential breakdown in public. I was crying, hyperventilating.
2: And that's when I just was like, wow, I need to get everything together. So it was the next
0: day that I found a therapist. And Yeah, I tell you... You are bringing back some feelings and some memories I have not felt in a long time because I've been I've been in a strikingly similar spot I say this with no disrespect and with total compassion in to your story but to hear such an intense story and then you keep dropping the syllables boba <laughs> throughout them is a weirdly dark laugh moment for me and as a comedian I have to point out so I'm losing my mind and I'm convinced I'm going to hell and I went down to the boba bar you know, <laughs> to get that I'm just, uh,
1: trying, I'm just yeah. crying into my boba. <laughs>
0: That's next time on Beautiful Anonymous.